Well, it's been a very interesting experience for me. Uh, I've been following uh, Dr. Mao's father for over 30 years. I uh, originally saw him at a uh, meeting in Miami and began studying uh, Taoism with uh, one of his followers in Miami for years and started taking uh, some uh, Tai Chi classes and uh, I'm no longer in Miami but I'm still in Florida so it was quite interesting to learn of Dr. Mao although I had seen him on uh, TV shows but I didn't realize he had the book so that was quite a nice thing to be able to have the privilege to uh, get the book and uh, review it and try to promote it a little bit. I, I read all the reviews on Amazon.com. Don, yours was like the top, you know, right number one there. So thank you. Thank, thank you again. You. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, the, the uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little background, sort of like where I am, you know, in my um, in my life, my headspace, you know. So I appreciate, you know, that you may have found this book useful. Um, for me, you know, I've been a very lucky guy, right? So um, I, I was born into a family that spanned 30 some, you know, generations of doctors, but I was the second born, so I was not really meant to carry on this tradition. My brother, my older brother, was, uh, but it, it so happened, you know, by happenstance, I fell from the three-story rooftop of a three-story house and. Um, uh, and I was in a coma for a month, and I, when I woke up from the coma, I, I was paralyzed for two years. And, you know, that, that was my first introduction to, uh, you know, the power of, of Chinese medicine. And my father healed me and never gave up on me. My mom was just there for me every day. Uh, and their confidence and the treatments and love and nurturing, I walked again. <clears throat> and so... I think from that point onward, I had this, you know, this impression of Chinese medicine and its ability to, you know, awaken the the healing process, even despite the fact that, you know, all the doctors and specialists said I would never walk again because I had very severe spinal cord injury and I also mm -hmm. had brain damage. So they thought I'd be a vegetable for the rest of my life. And so um, I decided to join the, the family business, if you will, and become a doctor. Um, and but I, I had this great fortune because I perhaps because of my my early tragedy that my father um, you know kind of kept a really close eye on me. Of course, that meant I, I you know I, I couldn't have as much fun as I and my old, most of my friends. <laughs> uh, but it kept me out of trouble, of course, you know, um, and. Uh, you know, but he also mentored me and coached me. And so pretty much right at about 14, you know, the same age as my son now, I wrote my first purpose statement, my life purpose. And, uh, and I've kind of slightly refined it over the years, but it really kind of, it's been the same. Uh, you know, the, the verbiage might have changed a little bit, but it's been the same from, from when I was 14 years old. And I pretty much just kind of lined up my life. Um, you know, with that purpose statement, and I have not, you know, looked back since. Except, you know, when I write, when, when I was writing this book, I kind of looked back and and saw how it really, I, I, I really benefited from that process, having clarity of what, you know, who I am and what my life was about, and uh, 
and and then you know sort of discovering what my gift was and and then try to actualize that through you know doing service like i you know what i've been doing now and so i i discovered that you know first half of my life i i have been devoted to fulfilling the first half of my purpose statement which was to facilitate positive changes um, in people's health and then there's this the second half of that purpose statement which is to inspire meaningful transformation in people's lives um, and and this book is really the stepping stone for me to do the kind of work um, that fulfills my life purpose for the second half of my life and I'm really excited to 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 start this process and it's really kind of funny I, I think most people after practicing or, or doing a vocation or profession for 30 years I think right about now they'd be thinking about well maybe five more years now hang up my hat and just go play golf but I will tell you I am more excited than I've ever been in my life I'm so excited about starting the second half of my life um, I'm just kind of teeing off, you know, and mm-hmm. um, and so uh, you know, again, you're you're part of that encouragement, you know, the fact that you've even, yeah, uh, you know, sort of thought about taking the time out, and you did, to help me with this project. Uh, it's just, you know, you're all helping me fulfill my purpose, is to go out there and help people you know, discover who they are and find their life purpose, and then to use this wisdom from the Taoist tradition, you know, that goes back so far, you know, the ancient uh, knowledge of the I Ching that gave us the five elements and to understand the world in the context of change uh, and predictable changes, pattern change, and then to look at ourselves in terms of personality, what our element is, uh, and then assessing our strength and weakness, our gifts, and then to then leverage that strength and then overcome some of the weakness as we work on it to fully um you know live our our dream our potential and everything Dr. about when i first read the book i was quite sure that i identified with the metal element but then when i took the quiz i was water is there any advice on if i should do anything with the other elements as well as the primary one uh, Don, that's an excellent question. Obviously, as we read through all the you know descriptions about each element, we'll definitely identify with aspects of that element. So the the thing to remember is that you know we are a composite of all five elements, but there is one that stands out at this time in our life. You know, and uh, for example, I, I can say that you know in my twenties I was a lot more with. So I definitely had this wit personality. I was impatient. I was, you know, quite uh, bossy, and I wanted to do things the way I wanted, and I, and I had this energy pushing through. Um, and as I, you know, sort of settled down, had a family, and I kind of began to change my personality and work on myself, I sort of moved into this earth element. Uh, and then, um, and then, really into my 40s and 50s. Now, I found myself. Um, now, my water element stands out as the dominant one. And I, you know, and this is not to deny all of my other elements, but Don, your question's right on, which is, we should be all working on every element of our being, right? But obviously, the one that stands out the most for you is the one that that you should work on probably a lot more. 
Uh, but the idea ultimately is to balance ourselves so that we have a balanced personality. So ne- none of them stands out. You know, it's possible to get to that point where we possess all the wonderful strength and qualities and traits from each of the elements so that we are a balanced being. Does that make sense? Yes, uh, I, I kind of was was thinking that that as you mentioned, to be balanced in all of them, but I wasn't quite sure that I read that anywhere, so it wasn't really clear. I'm not sure if the future readers will, will get that balanced. It, it's mentioned in there, but probably um, probably could be highlighted. You're right. And so that's an excellent suggestion that in the second edition that I'll make sure to you know, to really talk about that. So you're, you're right about that. But I, I, I do have it in one particular uh, passage there. Uh, another comment, Dr. Mao, is uh, I'm basically retired, although I do teach uh, Tai Chi at the uh, senior center here. Um, but uh, there's a lot uh, on vocations and, and work in the, in the book. And I kind of, although I read it, I kind of like skipped over it. And I was just wondering, is there something I should have gotten out of that, even though I'm not you know, actively in the, in the workforce anymore? Uh, or alternatively, um, I was trying to, trying to imagine how younger folks would uh, use the advice or how that might be more applicable to younger folks as opposed to people like me that are basically retired. Is there any advice on uh, well, I guess for myself, uh, how I could use that advice, even though I'm not really working. Yes, Don. Excellent question. First of all, when I was uh, a couple of years ago, I was recruited to uh, consult for AARP. You know, it's funny when I when I turned fifty, I got that dreaded. Um, letter from AARP and uh, and I said dreaded because you know nobody wants to get a letter from AARP they're like wait a minute (laughs) I'm not I'm not old yet but but we can just go to AARP as well American Association of Retired Persons I mean but the reality was AARP was trying to change and what what they were doing was they came up with this whole campaign called reimagine and so they brought me in because what they were they were facing is that look, we have a a membership made up of you know older people, but what we want to do is we want to tell them that we are relevant in whatever age you're at, and it doesn't matter if you're quote unquote retired. A you know it's it's really about uh, what we're seeing today is that people who are retired are you know, sort of consulting or volunteering or maybe even going back and starting a new business or whatever it might be that appeals to them. You know, simply because you've spent 35 years, you know, working at a job and you decided, okay, that's that's enough of that. doesn't mean that you don't have any other interest or skills or more importantly, in my opinion, your gifts. You know, have you... Um, fulfill your purpose which is you know you brought a gift to the world with that gift is you and so how have you have you given the world your gift you know this is this is my question to you don so since you've been retired and now you're teaching tai chi and maybe this is this is something you're passionate about 
and you feel like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a good teacher and I really can help people uh, get more balanced and, you know, integrate their mind-body, which is fantastic. And so, and, and that would be, quote, unquote, a vocation. When it, I mean, when we talk about career and work and all that, it doesn't ever have to end, per se. Maybe the money-making part of it is no longer, you know, something that we are um, dependent on, but... But at the same time, work is good. Work is healthy as long as it's not stressful, as long as it doesn't bring you, you know, bring you down or, or make you sick or anything like that. I'll, I'll use my, my dad as an example. Donna, I mean, you, you might be aware my dad is still alive and well, so we're very mm-hmm. blessed with his good health. He's 99 years old. Absolutely. And uh, every day he gets up and he starts writing his books. And he does that all day, and he takes a walk in the canyon. So he takes a hike for about an hour, and he does his Tai Chi. He meditates, and I see him um, every day, and then we go for another walk. (laughs) Maybe he's walking me like you're walking a dog, right? He's walking me. (laughs) Um, Yeah. but you know what? He he has not stopped working, even though he retired from his medical practice. Okay, thirty years ago, he continues to do his work, and 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 he's no question. You know, my dad's you know gift is he has all this knowledge and wisdom, and the best way for him to, or he feels like the best way for him to do it is to record it down, to write it in the book, and then you know long after he's gone. That teaching is still there that people can access, and part of my my job and my mission is to you know kind of take his teachings and really make it much more accessible to the you know the Western world so that we can all benefit. And uh, so again, you know, to me, uh, retirement is is a is in fact a freedom for you to finally do what you want to do. So. Anyway, so so that that's a really long-winded uh, answer to 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 your query. Don. Thank you. And mm-hmm. so so I would say you know the book, especially the career part, could be for. I mean, you know, it's interesting, right? Because you're the water element, and I can totally relate to that because that's you know that's what I uh, what that's what I am right now. And so some of the some of the uh, career choices or natural you know uh, work taps into your talent, which is, you know, you have this wonderful patience. Uh, So teaching, sharing um, is like the perfect thing that for you to be doing. And so you're already doing it. And uh, so I would, I'd applaud you for, for doing so. Dr. Mao, are you planning on your coming years uh, doing more writing or continuing the uh, educational aspects of the schools and so forth? What what are your plans? Oh, yes. Good question. Um, well, I, I'm continuing to write, but I, I think uh, what we're planning to do is actually uh, on a monthly basis to put out a, a kind of a horoscope, if you will, um, mm-hmm. you know, that depending on the element you are, each month, because each month in the Chinese calendar is a different element. So your element would interact with that element. And so it's not just a yearly cycle, but also the monthly cycle. So we'll be doing that. And I think that's also another great way for you to kind of reflect on, oh, 
how does this apply to me this month, what I need to be on the lookout for, and what's this month particularly good for, um, to also then share that information with others. Uh, but I, my activities this year is really about I'm going to be traveling around the country doing workshops. Maybe, uh, maybe I ought to come to uh, Florida. Uh, Don, so <laughs> maybe 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 you can maybe you can help me, uh, you know, uh, and we'll get people down in the area, and we'll you know maybe help me put together uh, a workshop, something. We did a workshop back in uh, uh, late January uh, on the book. It's a one-day workshop, and we had some sixty some people uh, came to that workshop, and it was great. The response was fantastic. Uh, so I'm hope, hoping to replicate it throughout the country. We already got one scheduled in Atlanta, Georgia, on um, April 23rd, I believe. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so we just kind of start populating the calendar for the rest of the year for me to come out and just do workshops. So, yeah, wherever you are, and if you want to help me organize a group of people, I'll, I'm, I'll be there. So we have a Qigong that's designed specifically for each element. To, to nurture, fortify, activate the elemental energy into balance. So I suggest, you know, if you're interested in Qigong, really looking at it, and then I describe it in the book as well, the elemental Qigong. We have a meditation. That's for harmonizing the element as well. And, you know, meditation in Chinese, you know, um, uh, traditions is more or less depending on if it's, uh, if if it's a still meditation or is it a moving meditation? Moving meditation, that's always a form of qigong, and so we have a number of qigong that's can that 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 is specifically uh, passed down to us, designed to balance each of the five elements. That I recommend you try it out. So in the book, I, I discuss and and teach as well. Uh, different practices, and um, one I talked about, which is the five-element Qigong. And so there's one for each wood, fire, earth, metal, and water. And uh, it's described in the book. We also have it in DVD form. It's very simple. It takes five, ten minutes to do, uh, and you can do that every day to help balance. There's also a harmonizing meditation, which is, you know, really helping uh, when when each element has a emotional tendency and uh, let's say for example with the wood element there's a propensity to be you know get overly excited angry upset and so forth um, so this harmonizing meditation really helps you calm your mind and uh, calm your emotions at the same time help you harmonize with another person you know perhaps your personality is creating conflicts in your personal life and that can help you as well so we have a so that's in the CD form, uh, and then the Qigong is in the DVD form, and both are available. And uh, and then we also we also have um, we also have um, invocations for each specific element, uh, and uh, so so again there are tools. These are very wonderful self-modulating, self-regulating tools. To you know, the purpose is always help you achieve your best. Uh, on the uh, meditations, Dr. Mao, um, the, the number of repetitions, does that come from a traditional uh, teaching or where does that number come from? 
Well, the the repetitions, uh, yes, it is traditional. Uh, and what's interesting is that research shows that, especially when you're um, when you're reciting affirmations or mantras or invocations, that certain number of repetition can actually begin to create new pathways in your brain. And this is research done on, on, on meditation and chanting and so forth, that in fact, uh, if you, say, only chant two times, uh, it would not stick at all. In fact, it would be very fleeting, kind of pass through your brain and it's gone, right? But if you continue to repeat the same term or phrase or word over and over and over and over and over, it actually starts um, creating desirable reactions in the brain and pathway. Uh, so case in point, you know, if you say and recite, I'm grateful uh, that I have this opportunity in my life to, um, you know, actualize my full potential every single day, and so this goes on and on, you you know, you're grateful, you feel it in your body, you feel it in your mind, and you repeat it over and over and over. And, you know, what's interesting is that the brain begins to release dopamine and, um, you know, and dopamine, serotonin, all the, you know, sort of happier, positive neurochemicals that are uplifting. Now, if you repeat things like, I'm bad, I am, you know, um, I don't like myself, um, I hate my life, and if you repeat that over and over, which the brain has a tendency to kind of do that, ruminate, you, know? <laughs> you start to actually create negative emotions like cortisol, stress hormones, and other neurochemicals that literally um, begin to remodel your brain uh, for depression, for anxiety, and for fear and all of that stuff. It's so it's so interesting that we're, we're, we're now finally... Uh, confirming the value of what we've known all along that you know if you repeat positive um, phrases and, and and believe in them over and over and over you actually change yourself and you also as a result of changing yourself you change your life and so 36 times is a traditional uh, you know kind of a practice you know the rep number of repetitions but again, like I said, brain research showed that you have to re be repetitive for at least 30 times in order to kind of get this um, get this benefit. Um, and uh, so I, I think the ancients are onto something, right? Uh, that mm -hmm. they they've known they've known for all these years that you got to do something positive, and you got to do it enough of it that you get the benefit that's permanent, as opposed to temporary and fleeting. So, but excellent question, Don. I know that if more people can uh, discover themselves, understand the five elements, and use it in their lives, that I know that their lives would be better, and those around them, their lives would be impacted in a positive way. And if we did all that, then I know that the world can begin to change for the better. So, you know, the one thing I wrote in there, uh, be the change you want to see in the world, and I, I, you know, it's something that I, I know we can do it, and we got to. I can't do it by myself. I need all of you to help me so that we can do it together and help this world become a better place.
So thank you.